Good morning, and thanks for tuning in for this bonus episode. Today, I am going to be sharing with you a little bit of experience that I'm having on the front lines with Twitter. If you are writing novels and getting ready to publish or have already published and not seeing the kind of results you want, I thought this might help you out. I can't give you specific details on book sales because I haven't chosen to self-publish yet, and my novel is still with my wonderful literary agent, Annie Baumke. So I can only tell you how Twitter works in terms of bringing me podcast listeners, email newsletter subscribers, and just generally conversation. So I hope that this helps you. It's going to be a little bit shorter. It's going to be a little bit more focused. Before I launch into the details, I do want to ask you, if you enjoy what I'm doing, share this with a friend. I don't care if you like or subscribe to the podcast. Of course, okay, I care if you like the podcast. I don't care if you hit the little like button or if you subscribe to it. It'd be wonderful if you did because then you won't miss any episodes like this bonus episode. If you're my typical listener who doesn't subscribe, you think I only release on Wednesdays. That's rarely the case. I'm almost always getting two episodes in a week and you'll miss those bonus episodes unless you either manually check to see that they release or hit the subscribe button. But again, I don't care about that. I'd rather you share this episode with a listener who could benefit. Who can benefit? Writers. Writers who want to sell their books and make money and not feel guilty about it. There should be no stigma against wanting to make money with your art. I still see it all the time. I see it on Twitter. I see it on Facebook. People say, I write for myself and I don't care how much money I make because I'm doing this out of love for the art. And that's great. I am, you know, kind of using a little bit of a mocking voice. I don't understand that point of view. I'm not their target audience. They're not my target audience. We're good to go. Um, if you're someone who wants to make money on your book, I think you should keep listening to this podcast because that's the whole purpose of everything I'm doing is trying to help with the money aspect of it. And a lot of that has to do with marketing. Occasionally, I get a little bit of a hair to give some writing tips, but pretty much there are other podcasts that are really focused on that, and I'm going to let them take care of you. Welcome to Create Collaborate, the show for creative writers aspiring to publish their first book. My name's Jody Spurman, and I'm determined to help you, whether you self-publish or storm the gated walls of agents and editors. Today, I'm going to share with you the secrets I've learned from industry experts and how you can speed your path to publication. Okay, so we are going to talk today about Twitter. We're talking about Twitter and how to grow a profile. And I think that you are going to be shocked, even lambasted by the results I've been able to get. First, I do want to let you know, there's been a lot of firsts in this podcast. Anyways, I just want to let you know, I have had an alternate profile as the main character of my novel. I'm not going to share who that is because I honestly am not sure if I'm going to publish that novel ultimately as a pseudonymous novel. That's a big word. I think it's the right word. Pseudonym. Pen name. I might publish it as her. Uh, and I'm not going to go into all the reasons, but essentially I've made really good friends on Twitter as her. And I think that it almost is disrespectful then to come out and say, Hey, this was all, uh, in the voice of the character. It, it's a long debate. If you want to talk about it with me, I would love to hear other people's opinions. 
email me at jodyjsperling at gmail.com. That's J-O-D-Y-J-S-P is in Paul, E-R-L-I-N is in Nancy, G at gmail.com. I'm, I'm dying to have a conversation with you about why this is unethical that I did this and made friends doing it, or why you think it's a great idea, why it's not a problem if I publish it under my name and reveal it to the whole world. Happy to have that discussion with you. Eager to have that discussion with you. <laughs> and now, I started my own personal Twitter profile, at Jody J. Sperling. You can go find me. You can follow me if you want to. Many of you who are listening are listening to me because you found me on Twitter, and that is exciting. So that's the first thing. I want to repeat that. Many of you are listening to me because you found me on Twitter. Before I launched my Twitter page, I was averaging... Ooh, this is a hard one. Okay. I was averaging 50 downloads an episode over a month. Each episode would hit about 50 listens within a month. That's a very small podcast. Since launching Twitter, I've tripled. I'm now doing 150 listens per episode per month. Twitter alone is responsible for the change because I was doing everything else the same. In fact, I was really focusing on Facebook. You can go back and listen to my prior podcasts on building a platform. I still do all of those things, by the way, with Facebook. I have scaled back a tiny bit because I found right now that Twitter is moving the numbers and getting me in front of more people who want to hear my message and need to hear my message and people who value and benefit from my message. So I am spending more time on Twitter. And I'll be honest, I'm spending quite a bit of time on Twitter, uh, upwards of four hours a day on Twitter right now. So keep that in mind. Scale back any results that I talk about based on how much time you spend. But here's a kind of cool thing is that the last couple of days I've pushed to see how little can I do for how much of a return. We'll get into that in just a moment. Let's do some numbers. As of right now, on April 8th at 10.56 a.m. Central Time, in the United States, I have 1,985 followers. I'm currently following 1,829 profiles. To date, I have 735,000 tweet impressions. I have 44.7 thousand profile visits, 8,445 mentions, and I have tweeted a grand total of 3,500 times. My profile has been in existence, this is the fun part, my profile has existed since March 14th. So from March 14th to April 8th, I have packed on 1,985 followers. Again, I'm spending a lot of time on Twitter. Your results are probably going to be smaller based on your ability to be here, but not a ton smaller if this is something you want to do. It's the exact same method you use on Facebook with a few additions to fit how Twitter works. So in the first days that I jumped on Twitter, I borrowed from what I was doing with my alternate Twitter profile, which, by the way, as of uh, 13 followers ago, I surpassed that profile. It has fewer followers now than my main profile. It took me three years 
to build that profile, and I had the help of a gracious friend named John, who tweeted, liked, followed, did all of that kind of stuff for that profile in the first year that I had opened it up because I was so afraid of social media at that time. He agreed to help me. I've been thankful forever, and uh, it's just amazing. But anyway, so that profile has under 2,000 followers. By the end of today, I will have 2,050 or more followers on this profile, and that's because I'm using the same blended strategy that I used on Facebook and just applying a few tweaks to it to use on Twitter. To get an account going, if you don't have one today, what you want to do, and probably what you want to do anyway, because this will help expedite the hockey stick growth that you're able to get on Twitter, what you can do is define what genre of book you are writing. So this is the stuff we've talked about so many times already, and we're going to keep talking about. You got to know your audience. It can't be a, a half-hearted definition. You can't say, I write sci-fi, and then go find any sci-fi reader. You need to determine, and I did say reader, by the way. Let's say that again. You're looking for readers, unless like me, you're actually doing a writer's podcast. I'm specifically looking for writers, and so that's who I target. I target fiction writers, fiction writers, novelists primarily, and that's going to be important. You'll find out more as we talk through this. You have to determine who your audience is. So let's say you write sci-fi. You need to pull back and ask yourself, what type of sci-fi? What type of sci-fi are you writing? What subgenre of sci-fi? Are you writing uh, contemporary sci-fi? Uh, are you writing hard sci-fi, low sci-fi? I picked a genre I don't know as well. But but uh, take take that particular profile. Dig deep into it. Know your comps. Okay, what book inspired you to write? And, and what book are you shamelessly stealing from to write your own work? That's going to be the power of Twitter. Go find that author, find their profile on Twitter, find their followers, and start moving down their followers. Comb through their followers and look specifically for profiles that call themselves or identify themselves as readers. You can go for writers if you want, but you want to look for profiles that in their bio, they call themselves readers. You're going to think, Jody, that'll take forever. I will not be able to find that many readers. It's just not that many profiles. I beg to differ. I promise you, if you get out there and you look and you spend this time, find those readers, immediately follow them, go to their page, look for their tweets, comment on their tweets in a meaningful and kind way. You can make a joke if it comes easy to you. I've never been a big funny guy on Twitter. Um, although my alt profile, I, I do make a lot more jokes and, and sarcasm than I used to. I've gotten kind of comfortable with that, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it's fun to completely embody somebody else. And I, I almost have like an identity crisis. I wonder if I am my main character. Like I said, that's off topic. Be kind to the people that you follow. Tell them something great about themselves because when they see that, it primes them, makes them want to follow you back. And it's true. So you've just put good into the universe. Go put a lot of good into the universe. I find that, that most people repay that good. So you're going to comb through that author's followers. You're going to find all the readers that are following that author. You're going to follow them. You're going to get the followers back. Okay, the next stage feels really businessy. I never love it, but it's very important. And the reason it's important 
is because unfortunately in this world looks matter. Okay, and what this is, is the day following all of those follows that you did on the author's followers, there's a lot of following going on. It's confusing. I don't blame you if you're confused right now. But anyways, you go into your profile. You need to, at the beginning, you can just do this manually. It's really easy. You go into your following tab on Twitter, who you're following. Scroll down it and find anybody who's not following you back. If they didn't follow you back, unfollow them. Sometimes, occasionally, if I think that the profile is not super active, but I'd really love them to be in my sphere, I'll let it hang for a couple of days to see maybe they, they only log in occasionally. But for the most part, I just really have figured, fine, if they follow me back at some point, I'll see it and I'll follow them back. I have no issue doing follow for follow. I have an issue when I do follow for nothing because appearances matter. It's a bummer, but they do. Appearances matter. When you use this profile to try to sell books, when you use this profile to try to get a literary agent, which we're going to talk about how this relates to that, you want to have more followers than the people you are following. Let me say again, I hate appearances, but this is just something you need to do. Don't be crazy about it. There are a lot of profiles on Twitter that have three times the number of followers that they are following. There are people on Twitter, literally, they do this to me on an, a daily basis, these certain kind of people who give you the follow, and then they unfollow you immediately. So you get the notification, they followed you, you follow them back, and then they've already unfollowed you. Watch out for that. I think that's pretty sleazy. So you're going to do this. You're going to have followed these people. You're going to start building a very specific base of people who are interested in the thing that you do. They're going to be interested in you because you bring to them more of what they like. This is a good thing. This is not a weird salesy kind of thing. This is great. This is awesome. Be really excited that people who enjoy the kind of book that you write are now following you. You're probably going to have to do multiple mini authors that are writing books similar to what you are. But when you really know what you're writing, you're going to know 5, 10, 15 authors that write very similarly to what you write. You'll be able to find those followers and build a base. So this is all building toward the, the next part of your strategy, which you actually are going to be implementing simultaneously. You don't want to wait to do the second part until you've been doing the first part for a while. You want to actually employ them simultaneously. It's just you're not going to see results for about the first 10 days, in my case, it might be 20 days if you're spending half the time I am, or even a month if you're spending less. But within a month, if you're doing this, if you're doing this process, and then simultaneously using a tool called Buffer. Buffer, if you would love to sponsor my podcast, please do. I use your tool. I'm really excited about it. It's an amazing, amazing tool that helps you schedule tweets. And this allows you to be really productive. For me, I get up in the morning, I load my tweets into the Twitter profile, I go about my day. I don't have to worry about tweeting again. Uh, and if you have the, the paid version of Buffer, you can add in a whole ton of tweets. So you can just batch the entire week. Here's the thing. You want nine daily tweets. No more, no less. Nine daily tweets. You want to make sure that they're scheduled to come out at fairly easy. <clears throat> you want to make sure that they come out at fairly even distribution throughout the day. And I shut mine down overnight. I know that there are a lot of people in different countries who are working while I'm sleeping on Twitter. 
And I still find that I have a huge increase in in Twitter followers and uh, impressions on my tweets overnight, even though I'm not tweeting new content. So that's one reason why I don't think it's it's great. But also, I really am most interested in followers from my own country because that's going to be the easiest platform to sell books to. It's tougher to get books out to people in foreign countries. It doesn't quite include Canada or Mexico. I don't think you see a ton of book sales from Mexico, from what I understand, Canada more so, but you can you can easily do that just in your time zone. So focus it through the 16 hours that you're awake. That's what I do. My first one goes out uh, at sometime in the six o'clock hour. I vary a little bit each day. That's just superstitious. Um, I, I'm not really sure why there's no uh, data behind that, but start at 6 a.m., shut her down at 10 p.m., moving on my way. So, okay. You're scheduling using Buffer. You just go to Buffer.com, sign up, link your account, easy peasy, no problem. You link that account with Buffer, you load your tweets. But here is the most important part of this part of the process. The tweets you load have to be aimed at the people you want to talk to. You're starting a conversation with a very specific person, so don't waste a tweet mentioning your grandma. Don't waste a tweet... I don't know what I have against grandmas in this podcast, but seriously, don't mention your grandma. Don't mention your dog or your cat or your wife or your children or your brother or your sister. Don't mention any of that unless that's your audience, and it's not because I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to writers. More so, these need to be questions. You want to be asking questions, okay? You want to ask questions specifically to your genre for a fantasy writer, it might be, uh, and, and these questions can be broad because you're already picking your target readers, but these, these questions can be a little more broad than your followers. You can ask something like, Hey, fantasy readers, do you prefer high fantasy or low fantasy? Do you prefer contemporary fantasy or urban fantasy? they really easy questions. And by doing this, you're going to prime people to need to respond. You're not worrying about retweets. You will get them. You will get them in droves compared to anybody else, especially with a young account if you're just starting out. But here, for example, is what's happening with me and my profile that, again, I started on March 14th, okay? On average, a day, including the first seven days that it took me to start getting my first semi-viral tweets, I am getting 37 retweets without comments per day. 416 likes per day. I am getting four link clicks per day. So that's not super high. People don't love links. I am getting 341 replies on average per day. 341 replies. People took time out of their day to answer my question because they found value in it. And when they find value in it, they start to recognize me. They start to recognize you. Here's the, the hard part is I don't know exactly how to tell you what questions to ask specific to your genre, so I can't be quite as helpful there as I, I would almost love to be, but think about your genre. You know it very well. You've been writing it a long time. You've been reading it even longer. You're going to know the ins and outs of the genre. It doesn't have to be high level. In fact, I would urge you to make them fairly straightforward, simple questions. What naming strategies do you have for your fantasy characters? 
Do you world build before you start writing or as you write your fantasy novels? Things like this. Make sure you use the term you're looking to get an answer for. I always ask questions of writers. So my questions will be, how long did it take you to write your first book? And I'll have a bunch of people who are really excited to answer that question, either trying to be funny. Some people are like three lifetimes. Other people ask, uh, they'll say, you know, five years, but I had carpal tunnel syndrome in the middle of it. You get these amazing bits of information from people and you actually start to build relationships. I recognize hundreds of profiles that are daily answering the questions I put out there. And you know what that means? They're recognizing me. They're clicking on my link to listen to my podcast. Also, one thing I do want to mention while we're here, you, you absolutely need to put a link to anything that you want people to see about you in your bio. Just one. Just one link. Okay? You can have a website and a link, but you don't want two links. You want a website and a link, nothing else. You want them to have one choice, where you want them to go right now. You can change that link, but you want them to have one. You also, and this is important, you want to pin a tweet to the most important thing about you. It's a, it's a who I am, how to get in touch with me. This is really important stuff. It's what's driving the very meager email list subscribers that I have. Uh, it has driven them to the podcast secondarily. So it's been a really big help. That's the strategy. That's the trick. Okay. And then finally, the last thing is there's going to be a point when you followed enough people who are your people, who are your audience, who are your future readers or your current readers, that the reply is going to inundate your ability to go on other authors' profiles and try to find more people, that's pretty natural. Because at some point, even if you're not giving a ton of time to this, it's going to become too much to handle to comment back to everybody with 341 comments per day you're not going to be able to handle the volume of replies that are so important to engage. And so here's the deal. Don't be looking for big profiles to reply to. Don't don't in any way censor who you reply to. If someone comments, reply to them. If someone comments, reply to them. You'll be able to do it at first. As time carries on, the load will become too heavy. That's okay. Do your best. Comment as much as you can, but always comment meaningfully. Don't be checking how big their profile is, how many followers they have, anything like that, because anybody who replies to you is someone who may be your reader. It doesn't matter if they have 30 followers and 500 following. It doesn't matter at all what their statistics are. It matters that they were interested enough in your question and who you are to answer your question. Take them seriously. Be kind. Give them as much as you can. Don't hold back. Don't get lazy on that part. Because you can bulk up your Twitter profile, no problem. You can bulk up your Twitter profile and get thousands of followers. No big deal. And there's probably easier ways to do it than what I'm telling you right now. But the thing is, that won't turn into podcast listens. That won't turn into book buyers. That won't turn into loyal fans. That won't turn into anything that you want it to except for an, a, a pointless ego stroke. And we've got enough of those anyway. Give this a try. I'll let you know. I will give you updates going forward on how it works uh, in continuing to increase my podcast listens. If I'm able to figure out a trick to get more email subscribers, because I think that the email list is one of the most golden things you can possibly have. I just don't put a lot of time into it, figuring out how to do it the right way. 
And I don't ever mention my podcast, by the way. I don't. It's I have that pinned tweet, and it's in my bio. I don't even let people know I release a new episode on Twitter. I expect that if I provide enough value that they're going to click on my profile, and they're going to see my about information, and they're going to follow those links. Okay, I, I say links. They're going to go to the website, or they're going to go to the uh, podcast itself. So in my case, even though I do have my website, my website is my podcast website. So they're always finding my podcast. Anybody who clicks on my link finds my podcast. And I want to end here. Since I started doing this, I have gotten dozens of direct messages from people who have said the podcast means something to them. Prior to doing this, I had had maybe two people reach out and say that the podcast meant something to them. When you're writing your books, when you're producing your podcasts, when you're, when you're creating a community, it's going to be very quiet. I wish this wasn't the case, but it's going to be quiet. And I, I can't tell you how long that's going to be. I, I can tell you if you start doing this, this Twitter strategy, it's not going to be very long. You're going to start hearing from people, but still it's fairly quiet. There's, there's days where I, I obviously don't hear from anybody. There are still days where I get single digit downloads on my podcast. But for the speed of growth and for the fact that there are people who, who, who come to me and, and say, hey, this episode you did meant something to me. Thanks for making it. That's, wow, I, I don't know how to tell you. That is a big thing. And uh, my guess is that if you are methodical about this and you work hard at doing it right and engaging with the people on Twitter who are there to find you, they're already there looking for you. They're looking for you. If you engage with those people... You're going to see your book sales jump, and you're going to get personal notes from people saying, hey, this is uh, it's fantastic. I wish you all the luck in the world. Thank you so, so much for, for checking out my podcast. It means more to me than you could possibly know. Thanks for listening today. And remember, you should never feel bad for telling your truth. So get out there and write. And if you've got a killer story, apply to be a guest on our show. Email me at jodyjsperling at gmail.com or find me on Facebook, Jody J. Sperling. And hey, there's no point in telling stories if nobody's listening. <laughs>